Hello and welcome to the holiday installment of Instant Reaction, the series where we try and convince our audience that low effort is actually a good thing. Tonight, me and my co-host Todd... Hi! ...will be dipping into the abstract as we both will be giving our separate top three picks for Dragon Ball characters who deserve coal in their stocking. They could have earned it for any reason. It could be for bad language, evil deeds in the universe, or maybe we just woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decided to ruin their holiday. We haven't discussed any of our picks, so settle in and get ready for what should hopefully be a little fun. Uh, was there anything you wanted to add before we got things kicked off, Todd? I think it's just going to be important to emphasize that, again, Dayton and I, we don't have a standard for what it means to give them coal. Uh, from Santa's point of view, it's just somebody's been naughty. From our point of view, that could mean quite literally anything maybe the <laughs> evilest or maybe they just did something that really sticks in our craw uh yeah i think that's pretty much going to be it also the fact that even though this is an instant reaction episode we're not really reacting to anything so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's our short format we we don't really have a format for what we're doing yet so uh, that's something we also talked about briefly but you know what we didn't plan for this episode so we're not going to plan out a new format like that's that's for people with time and, and money and effort uh you're here for for this raw dirty dragon ball action <laughs> that's right uh put that on a fucking calling card um <laughs> The... But yeah, we've got some tier lists and we're we're going to be taking some liberties with how we're dishing out coal. So you may not agree with it and that's fine. You're not supposed to agree with it because it's not your tier list. It's our tier list. So here are our top three characters a piece who deserve stocking in or deserve stocking in their coal coal in their stocking this holiday <laughs> off the cuff. Yep. You can tell this is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and get things kicked off with my third most deserving so we're going to be counting up to the most deserving yeah and this character i actually don't hate this character i'm just going to give this character coal because i think they could have uh been more interesting to me and don't be boring you get coal um the third character on my list is actually going to be jiren from dragon ball super he is the third character on my list who i'm going to be giving coal this holiday see that's a fun one because jiren is not Jiren's not a, not an, uh, I'll say evil, like morally bad or reprehensible character. He's selfish, like he cares mostly about his power, but you're giving him coal because he's boring. <laughs> yes. I will not argue with that at <laughs> all. <laughs> Listen, you can't be set up as the main bad guy in a big series. Oh, Super was over a hundred episodes long. Like I, I was there for a long time. And then you were a boring i mean come on like the animation saved that final fight let's be real you could have been more give me give me a signature move one signature move you get cold because you have no signature moves and nothing remarkable you sir are a coal stocking person man he is he's batman's backstory with no personality like he's batman's backstory superman's powers actually even worse than Superman's powers. Cause there's, <laughs> there's quite literally like your point about the fact that he has no signature moves. I can't think of a single one, not a single one. He's just really fucking strong. 
Yeah. And my thing is, is I don't hate Jiren and I don't want people to think that I hate Jiren. I just think Jiren's boring. And I don't know if that's worse than being hated or not, because he's somebody who like I could forget about the second, the next series after super comes out. I don't know if I ever think about Jiren ever again. I, uh, to your point, a character that I hate is fantastic. If I hate a character, that is great writing. At least the author made me feel strong feelings about that character. Mm. Jiren, I mean, you could say maybe that I, I don't like him, but I don't like him because he's because he is boring. He's he's not an interesting character to include in the story. And that's I don't think that that's a I don't even really think that that's a strong emotion. That's just like frustration that the writing for that character is not better. <laughs> and it's not to say that that super didn't write interesting characters. There are a, a whole plethora of characters who had interesting abilities and were fun to watch fighting. Right. I mean, hit is it my favorite character by any stretch, but he had some interesting abilities and he was kind of a different take on what a fighter could do and what what a fighter's profession could be. Even it was he was an interesting character. We could all argue whether he was well implemented and stuff like that. That's not really what I'm talking about, but they at least put the effort to make him interesting and give him some unique moves and give you some reason to to learn about the character and, and start figuring out how he's going to fight and things like that. It's I I didn't see any of that effort in Jiren, though. He just just, just a strong guy, just a strong guy who now has Cole. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's a great pick. I um. Well, yeah, I Jiren was one that I didn't even really think on much. Uh, probably again because he is so boring. He didn't even cross my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, the the most important thing for me in Dragon Ball is to be entertained, right? I want there are plenty of characters who aren't necessarily good fighters that I find entertaining and and I like. Mm -hmm. um, Hercule being one of them, he's somebody who isn't necessarily a fighter. He's actually somebody that I really didn't like when I was young. And then when I got older, I actually really appreciated him. I I think I was the same because I, at my current age, I love Hercule. <laughs> I mean, it's he's got a great sense of humor. He's got great personality. And there's actually like they do a decent job of kind of showing some of the motivations behind his character. He, he's not like a main character, so we're not getting it fully fleshed out. But you yeah. kind of understand why he's the way he is. Yeah, I agree. He's unlike Jiren. He's a very well written character. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't have a whole lot more to say about Jiren. I think he's boring. I think he deserves I mean, coal. Yeah, of course you like, don't. There's nothing going on with that character. Yeah, there's nothing there's to a, talk about. There's nothing to add. Like quite literally. Do you have any other thoughts about uh, giving him coal? I think he's a great pick, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, that, I mean, that's it. There's not a ton to talk about with him. I he's just not very interesting. He gets coal. Do something. Um. But I think that leads us into your third pick. So I went a different route with my third pick. I kind of leaned into the like morally bad sort of character. And we'll have to talk about this because I'm there could be some. Curious. Yeah, there could be some arguments about morality and, and stuff. Dragon Ball gets complicated. But my number three pick for a character who gets coal from Dragon Ball is King Piccolo. 
Ooh, interesting. So you're talking OG Piccolo, right? Yes. Yeah, OG Piccolo. Now, here, so let's start with my reason behind it. Okay. He's, he's an evil character. I don't think there's any question about that. He's quite literally the evil removed from Kami to create another person. <laughs> hey, that's uh, not his fault. He didn't ask to be born. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born, dads. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, that's there's an argument for that too, right? There's there's also even an argument for like, you know, he is literally an evil entity. But he he tries to take over the world. He kills multiple people. He kills Chaozu, Master Roshi. Uh, does he kill Tien too? He kills a bunch of people. Um no, he doesn't kill Tien, but he kills Chaozu and Roshi. Uh, he he kills a number of other people. He goes out murdering. Krillin. Did you say Krillin? Yeah. yeah. One of his minions kills Krillin too, right? Um, he goes out murdering all of the martial artists because he got locked into this jar by a martial artist. So he's got this vendetta against the, the martial arts community. Uh, but he was originally put in the jar because... He was trying to take over the world like he wants to be he wants to put humans underneath his boot and be the the most powerful being, the the ruler of the world. Uh, yeah, he 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 wants to. I mean, he's kind of a, a in some ways that classical villain archetype where he wants world domination. Right. That's his. That's his goal. He doesn't really care about anything else. And then some of the methods he's using to to take over the world with wiping out entire cities. I mean, he he was ruthless from the get go. And we're talking original Dragon Ball where that kind of power was not something we were used to seeing. So as far as like mass mass cost of, of life. He was probably one of the first villains that we saw who was actually able to wipe out entire populations. So as far as OG villains go, he's probably got one of the highest body counts. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's one of the first villains that we really see like killing, especially like our main cast. Uh, and I, I also want to add in there too that he is, he's deliberately malicious. Like when he fights Goku, he he cheats against Goku. Uh, he you know he threatens Tien when they're fighting. He, yeah, that's right. He's a real bastard, isn't he? <laughs> he really is. He's a son of a bitch. He then, after threatening Tien, he tortures Goku. He disables his limbs uh, in order to try to not only like torture and humiliate him, but tr to try to cheat and defeat him. So that is that is why I'm giving him Cole. Now I think there are arguments against him being like a really like you could say you know it's not his fault he was literally the evil removed from kami um i don't think anyone's going to argue with you giving him cold he definitely earned it and at yeah. that point he was probably the biggest evil son of a gun that we had encountered up to that point and with him there wasn't like charm right there wasn't the same like level of like quirkiness that we've had with a lot of villains up till we met him. Like the red ribbon army was like, yeah, they were bad, but they also seemed kind of incompetent. And then with um, emperor Pilaf, he seemed like a child and you know, like there's always like this twist to all the villains that were before him where they're kind of silly in a way. Whereas King Piccolo was just all bad. 
wholly bad. Not a single good thing about him. Not a single funny thing about him. He was just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I I also want to point out too that some people might say, well, you know, he's he was born to be evil. It's like, okay, well, let's look at Piccolo Jr., the Piccolo that most of us know and love from Dragon Ball Z. Piccolo Jr. is the child or reincarnation of Demon King Piccolo. And that Piccolo started off evil and then became a really good person. Uh, is basically like best dad to Gohan and Pan later on in the series. So Demon King Piccolo had the potential to turn into that himself as well. So it's really interesting because you, you wonder if there could have been a timeline where he didn't become the thing that he became. Right. Is there is there a possible timeline where King Piccolo isn't the evil being the complete evil being that he is? Because I think with Piccolo Jr., a big part of his change was, one, the Goku effect, right? Um, Goku, for some reason, is able to take anybody and make them good. Well, most people and make them good. Um, Also, I think with Piccolo Jr.'s, I guess, timeline or development, um, Gohan was such a big part of that. And I don't know if King Piccolo ever had that, that chance in his life. So it's it's really interesting because King Piccolo was probably always more powerful than everyone around him. So he never needed to to like, I don't know, put his ego in check. Whereas with Piccolo Jr., Goku was stronger than him. So I don't know. It, the, the circumstances change. You just wonder how things could have gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of kind of what if scenarios there, but there is no what if he does deserve coal, though. I think you're correct. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, he's he's an evil son of a bitch. He tortures children, kills people, like... <laughs> yeah, he tortures children. He probably gets coal. <laughs> I think that deserves coal. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> all right, all right. Yep, I, I believe you. He deserves coal. No argument from me. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add? No, I don't think so. I think that, that kind of moves us forward to your number two, Dayton. So my number two pick is probably not going to surprise literally anybody. The only thing it might surprise is that it's not my number one pick, but um, I love this character to death and giving them coal is actually a compliment to their character. And my number two pick for someone who I would give coal to on the holiday season would be Frieza. (laughs) And it's gotta be because Frieza, I think is one of the best villains I've ever seen on, on anything. I love that character so much. I hate that character so much. Have some. I got to give you something, you evil son of a bitch. So, this is kind of jumping the shark here, but this is my number two is also Frieza. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, all right, it makes sense. (laughs) If I wait to reveal that, we're not going to have anything to to discuss further. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's hard not to pick Frieza. I think Frieza is, I mean, at least in my eyes, and I think on a lot of people's eyes, the. I mean, it's Dragon Ball's best written villain, at least one of them. He's up there for me, man. Like, I think a lot of arguments are made between Cell and Frieza. I I lean just slightly in the Frieza camp. And I think for Frieza, Frieza is and continues to be, even in Super, continues to be an evil asshole 
Like, he enslaved multiple races, destroys planets, uh, enslaves the remnants of those races from those planets so that they will work for him. He sells the planets like he he will wipe out entire civilizations to then take their homes their planets and then refurnish and sell them to the highest bidder uh he frieza is somebody who exists in the universe right whereas cell is kind of a snapshot cell is more of a personality and i get why people love cell because i love his personality too i love that larger than life ego he's he's very entertaining but the thing is, is Cell doesn't have that kind of whole snapshot that Frieza has. And when you take all the moving parts into mind, I think Frieza is just, Frieza is my favorite villain. I also love that Frieza has been shown mercy on multiple occasions and has screwed that person over every single time. Frieza has lied to people. Frieza has backstabbed people. I mean, he's done every bad deed you could possibly think of. And never, like, there's zero ounces of regret in doing it either. Frieza is just a bad dude, and I love that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, This is almost the inverse of your number three pick for Jiren, because you gave Jiren Cole for being boring. Frieza is far from boring, (laughs) in my opinion. Uh, And one of them, the the Cole was a punishment. This one's a reward, so it it gets gets a little out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's 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 like my my number three pick, right? Like King Piccolo is an evil asshole. Frieza to me is an even more complicated evil asshole than King Piccolo. <laughs> I mean, and Frieza's fun, too, right? It's you never know what Frieza is going to do because Frieza, he's going to play dirty. He's going to blow up the damn planet. He's going to get henchmen to sneak up on you and shoot you in the back like it's. I love that villain that keeps you on your guard. I mean, it's he's fantastically written. Yes, 100%. I mean, he he murdered Krillin in cold blood. He was going to murder Gohan if Goku didn't go Super Saiyan and stop him. Uh, like you said, when Goku gave Frieza some of his energy after Frieza had been cut in half on Namek, Frieza used that energy to sneak attack Goku from behind with a key blast. Like... He is absolutely terrible, and I I deeply love him as a character because of it. (laughs) I mean, what a great villain. And, I mean, super for all of its flaws, some of the scenes with Frieza are just so well done. So Frieza that you're kind of okay with it. I love every scene where Frieza's just torturing a dude because it's fun, and that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, I mean, the scene when Frieza comes back for the Tournament of Power and there's a bunch of guys from one of the other universes that show up, Frieza's like, oh, let me stretch my muscles and just starts murdering them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. That kind of activity, you deserve coal, but, like, you earned it. You should feel good about this coal. Jiren doesn't feel good about that coal. He thinks he's a hero. He thinks he's the strongest. No, you get coal. Shut up. Frieza, you're the best. I know you would love Cole. You'd be disappointed if I didn't give you Cole. Yeah, Frieza, you get two pieces of Cole <laughs> in your stocking. <laughs> the Cole leader right now. That's right. You are uh, <laughs> two to Jiren's one and King Piccolo's one for the moment. <laughs> I think uh, I think we're getting close to our number one reveals, but we do need to make some honorable mentions before we dive into those. 
these are these are going to be characters that we kind of considered, but maybe either they were an honorable mention, like they could have made the list, or we had reasons for why they don't make the list. Uh, I think I'll start with some of mine because I think I had more than you did, Dayton, but we've kind of touched on Cell a little bit. Cell is, again, one of the maybe one of the most popular villains in all of Dragon Ball. I I very quickly wrote Cell off, partly because to me, Cell was programmed to do the evil things that he does. He was programmed to kill Goku, programmed to gain his perfect form. And honestly, he sits around for a while not doing anything evil. Like, he's a bad guy, sure, but is he as bad as Frieza? Yeah, it's it's not like Cell relished in the suffering of others, right? That was never really something he did. He he was pretty single-minded because he was like you said he was programmed to be that way where he needed to be perfect, right? And so all the the humans didn't matter, um riches don't matter, like people the only thing that mattered was achieving that perfect form and proving that that form is the best. That's all that mattered to him. And in all honesty, in some regards, the Saiyans aren't that different. Yeah. Yeah, I very much agree. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's it's hard to watch Vegeta and Goku just... I mean, how many times did they let the Earth or Innocence be put at risk so that way they could get a better fight? And you want me to look at Cell and be like, well, because you want a good fight and you're re- willing to hurt people for it, I should give you Cole. No, he's like a half-step removed from a Saiyan. He's really not that different. I mean, speaking of which, Vegeta is another one that probably could have made the list for... I mean, he's... He's almost certainly murdered more people than Cell has. Like, at this point in the series, he's not hes not a terrible person in, like, towards the end of Super, but even in the Boo arc, he's, he murders hundreds, if not thousands of people. Oh, yeah, hes he's got a body count behind him, so... Well, I put him... <laughs> Because I thought about him and I thought about actually 17 and 18 as well mm-hmm. because of how many people did they kill and then they just go and live normal lives. Look, there's no repercussions. <laughs> yeah. And even like if you want to count like 17 and 18 from the future timeline with like future Gohan and future Trunks, like those guys are real dicks. So like they, they could have made the list too. Yeah, but I didn't think I'm like, uh, like did, did they deserve coal though? Like that's that's a big deal to be given a piece of coal. So... <laughs> I don't think they deserved it. Vegeta at least got better. And right. um, I mean, he's also tried to redeem himself in, in some ways going forward. So it's hard for me to give him that call because I think I think he's kind of aware of his imperfections, at least to some degree. Um, yes, I agree. For better or for worse. But yeah, it was hard for me to give it to Vegeta. Um, but yeah, uh, I think. For me, one of the the runner-ups, I'll say, um, that didn't quite make the top three is, um, I'm going to say all the Dr. Slump stuff or whatever that guy's name is. I do not (laughs) care about that stuff. Just keep it out of my Dragon Ball. I thought about just giving that whole universe a clump of coal because every time I see it in Dragon Ball, it annoys me. Yeah, Dr. Slump, Irale, all that stuff. That's... uh, I can kind of appreciate, you know, the universe crossovers, but... I don't think that I enjoyed any time that Irale showed up in Dragon Ball or Super. I don't think they show up in Z at all. I don't think they show up in Z. My my big issue is that if they would just like nod the cap, like the character walks by, or they say hi to them, and they, then they continue the episode, 
I wouldn't say a thing. It'd be neat. It'd be cool. And if you're in the know, I think it'd be exciting. But we spend entire episodes, plural, on these little MacGuffin runaround things that don't actually matter. And so every time I see them, I'm just like, all right, well, I know the next three episodes are a disaster. And I don't like that. I don't like feeling that way. So now I'm like, now I actively dislike that universe because I only think of bad things when I see it. Yeah, no, you make a great point. I I feel the same way when I see them in my Dragon Ball. So that's a, that's a good one to uh, honorable mention there. <laughs> and so I, we, we just lost any Dr. Slump fans we had. So yeah, <laughs> I, thanks for listening this far. I appreciate it. But um, yeah, I'm giving them coal. I'm, it's not going to stop me. That's right. <laughs> I I think another one that I had is uh, Kid Boo. Um, I put Kid Boo as an honorable mention above like Majin Boo or Fat Boo, whatever the politically correct term is at this point. Uh, <laughs> the as well as Super Boo, like, but the reason that I like Kid Boo is super evil, like blows up the planet. But Kid Boo has no personality. Like to me, Frieza. Frieza is more nuanced than Kid Buu. Like, Frieza could Frieza's be a good person. more willingly evil. Exactly. Like, whereas Kid Buu, I'm not sure if Kid Buu has all of his faculties. So it's it's hard to be like, oh, well, I know you're evil, but I don't think you have a concept of good or evil. I think you just exist. 100%. That's one of the reasons I didn't put Kid Buu on here. Uh, Bobbity was another one. Bobbity is like... I mean, my thing with Bobbity is that part of him being evil is he has a vendetta against the the Kais for killing his father. And I mean, it's it's a little bit more evil than that. He's just kind of a dick. But yeah, eh, I mean, he didn't seem like he would, he met the top three for me. Yeah, I think I mean, if anything, there's probably a bigger argument that um, Bibbity would be somebody who deserved coal, but we don't see Bibbity, so right. It's it's hard to give it to Bobbity when you know Bibbity's been a million times worse, but you you haven't really seen that, so it's like ugh, kind of right. this awkward gray area. I think I'll just you know consider Doctor Slump instead. <laughs> Did but you yeah, have any I, other I ones? get it. I get it. Did, All right, did... so I think I have one more runner up, uh, which is um. <clears throat> Bardock, because I hate that character. <laughs> Interesting. I don't like Bardock at all. My, now, mind you, at this point, I've not watched any of the um the new stuff with Bardock. I only have the OG uh, you, Bardock material. You did see, I think you saw the, the Broly movie, right? Oh, there isn't a Bardock, a new Bardock video? M- no, most of that is just... Oh, well, in... never mind. I still hate Bardock. So anyway, this is current hate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you haven't read the I, manga, which does have a little bit more Bardock stuff. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, so Bardock is, uh, one of my least favorite characters because I feel like he was invented specifically to give Goku destiny. And I don't like that. I like Goku being a nobody from nothing who just ended up here and forged his own destiny It is so much more compelling. I don't like Bardock being, um, kind of the the precursor to Goku's destiny and just get him out of here. I don't like his story. Why couldn't he have just been a, a nice regular working class guy? It's hilarious to me because your complaint about Bardock would be even more justified if you read through the manga material. Oh, what? oh no. <laughs> it's, oh man, there's some stuff in there that is like 
real bad. Almost like ruining Goku's story bad. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> God, that's not a selling point. I like Goku just being a nobody. And I, God, I know I've said this in several other episodes we've recorded, but like, it's it's one of those things where when Goku is a nobody, it's a lot easier to see a little piece of yourself in Goku, right? And you know that Goku got to where he was at because of hard work and all this other crap he was doing. I get he's a Saiyan, but I mean, even Vegeta doesn't hesitate to bring up that, like, you're like a dirt Saiyan, though, and I'm a prince. Like, you shouldn't be anything. And so, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like the rags to riches story. And then the more you take away from that, the less good Goku's character gets. And I think Bardock is just a detriment to Goku. Also, he abandoned his kid, Bad Dad Cole. <laughs> yeah, I can see the complaints. There are, there are elements of Bardock that I like both in the old and the new, but I get your your reason behind it. Um, again, especially with some of the stuff they've written in the manga. This is why he's a runner-up. He didn't make it into the top three, but I consider he was on that three that third spot for a while before oh, I yeah. him. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I have maybe one more that is kind of like a a bit of a weird one, but uh, and I I was considering even taking him off of the the runner ups here, but is Master Roshi? Ooh, that is an interesting one. Okay, all right. Mostly because uh, I I'll be honest. I don't really mind the pervy old man trope. It doesn't bother me that much. I grew up in the 80s and 90s with, you know, lots of that in anime. I feel like anime has kind of moved past that a little bit. And Master Roshi has not. <laughs> the, <laughs> He's an old man. Who, this was okay in the 70s. Why isn't it okay now? Yeah. And... Uh, Honestly, again, that wouldn't really bother me that much. I can kind of laugh it off and be like, oh, you know, this is Dragon Ball. This is Master Roshi. That's how he's always been. But they quite literally tried to have a character arc where Master Roshi gets rid of his pervy nature. And then they completely backpedaled on that, especially in the manga, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> oh, no, they're trying to justify. He's he, he's a pervy dude and it saves the world sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Again, uh, he's an honorable mention because I'm not overly bothered by it, but it's also, like, does I mean, he let's here? be real. If he got Cole, he'd understand. I mean, he can't ride in the Nimbus, right? He doesn't have a pure heart. That's true, exactly. Yeah, he mm -hmm. he would know it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that is an interesting one. I guess I didn't think about that. It's, I don't know. Just let that dated joke die. Just let it go down to pasture. Yeah, it feels like they need to, but I don't think it ever will. <laughs> All right, so I don't have a drum roll ready, but uh, should we should, should we do it? Should we get into our number ones? Let's do it. I think you were first, correct? I was. And so my number one overall pick for characters in Dragon Ball who deserve coal in their stocking is going to be Emperor Pilaf. Oh, man. <laughs> and I say this for a few different reasons, all right? One, Emperor Pilaf is already rich. He has servants. He has more money and stuff than, than anyone could conceivably think about owning. And he still wants more. Like, he is just a jerk. He wants world domination. Being ridiculously wealthy and privileged is not enough for him. He needs more than that. So 
right off the bat, we got a jerk, okay? And I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm wrong on any of that, right? Like, correct me, d- does that sum up his his personal environment well enough? No, yeah, I, you are very much correct on that. Pilaf is a, I, I love that Pilaf is your number one choice because I, I considered Pilaf. Pilaf was so low on my list, though, that I completely even removed him from my honorable mentions. <laughs> Here's but I the thing, like- though. Here's the thing. Here's where number two comes in. After his first original, like, arc in Dragon Ball, he annoys the shit out of me every goddamn time I see him. So I also hate him. So not only is he evil in the worst ways, I hate that character. And he's a little dick. I don't like him. And so if I had to pick one person, one person in the entire Dragon Ball universe to only ever have Cole, it would be that little stain right there. I do not like Emperor Pilaf for several in-lore and out-of-lore reasons. I don't like him. He gets Cole. That's amazing. No, your your reasons are 100% justified. I actually did not even think about him in that way, but no, you're right. He's he's rich, but it, he it's not enough for him. He does. I hmm. Do I like him in Dragon Ball? I think I like him in Dragon Ball. I think I like him for his arc in Dragon Ball for what he represents as like the the goofy slapstick villain for the first story arc. But in Super, oh god! Every time he is on the screen, I want to stab my eyes out with a fork. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible in Super. Um. I have not seen GT as of this point, but I know he plays some sort of role in GT as well. Um, so the fact that he had his hands on GT is probably why it was bad. Um, <laughs> I just, he's just, everything about him, I just have learned to dislike. The fact that he's a forever child thing and never grows up and is immature is annoying, which by the way is, I think, a good part of his character. I think that's actually a good hate, but I still hate it. Yeah, no, I I think you have good justifications for this one. I I did not think about it from the same angles that you did for sure when I was considering Pilaf, uh, because I I ended up just completely dropping him off my uh, my honorable mentions. But I don't think he's I don't think he's my number one if he doesn't come back in Super and annoy the absolute piss out of me for multiple episodes. By the way, it's like a dozen episodes of Super he ruins, and so I'm like. I hate you. I hate this character. Like, I get why you're a villain, but oh my God, you are such a little son of a bitch. I can't stand you. You get Cole. I mean, like I said, there, there are some things that I like that I hate about him. And then there are things that I just hate that I hate about him. And so he gets the number one spot because he's got both ends of the argument, right? Yeah. Like, I don't actually hate Jiren as a character. I just think he's boring. So he got Cole. So that's kind of like a preference thing that I hate him. And then Frieza... I love Frieza. Frieza's a great villain. I You get Cole for that. Pilaf is the perfect combination of I hate you for like out of character reasons and in character reasons. <laughs> yeah, and he's he doesn't get like the, the complex hate that Frieza gets, right? Uh, so it's it's almost worse. <laughs> yeah, and my thing is, I love Pilaf as kind of Goku's first villain, right? This kind of immature, spoiled brat who's kind of like on that same kid level as Goku at the time. Right. I love Pilaf as that that first boss. I think he does it excellent. Um, but man, when he comes back later, he overstays his welcome so much. 
Yes, I very much agree with that. I, it's a very complicated relationship, but, but both sides of my argument says that that dude deserves coal. No, I I did not consider it that way. I dropped him off my list. I, Hearing your arguments, I'm very much on board for giving Pilaf coal. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad I could bring you around to the, uh, the anti-Pilaf gang side. Welcome aboard. It didn't take much, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up my arguments for Pilaf. Did you want to add anything before you jumped into your number one? I don't think so. I think you covered that one pretty well. I think you definitely swayed me for the cause of giving Pilaf coal. Good. I hope uh, I swayed tons of people. Everyone get on board. <laughs> That's right. So I guess that takes us to my number one character in Dragon Ball, who I believe deserves coal is Son Goku. Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, all right. I did not I did not see that coming. That's That's a that kind of moment. That's a <laughs> Okay, so Son Goku. All right. Number 1. Number 1. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what? Take the floor for a second. I'm I'm processing. Sure? Sure. Yeah, hear me out here because Goku is our protagonist. He's the hero of the story, if you want to call him that. I think, similar to you, Dayton, actually, with Pilaf, Goku deserves Cole in the number one spot for in-universe and out-of-universe reasons. Starting with the in-universe, Goku is supposed to be the hero, supposed to be the good guy, and is constantly, by choice endangering his friends and family and the planet that he lives on that he says that he cares about so much solely to satisfy his need to fight strong opponents. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you could almost boil that down to it's ego, right? He's willing to risk everything for ego to prove that he's better, to prove that he can get stronger. I mean, it's a tough sell when, I mean, especially because later on he has like kids and a family. I sort of get it when you're younger and you don't think things through and, you know, you're a little bit more rash. But I mean, he knows the kind of threats he's fighting. He knows the planetary destruction that most of his opponents can can cause. And he's still willing to put it all on the line because he thinks he can win. And that's not a great reason, especially when... I mean, you could just end a fight, right? It's kind of like when, gosh, Trunks and the future Trunks and the Cell Saga is kind of the best perspective because when he shows up, he's like, hey, like everything's a living hell. Why don't we just like win and save everyone's lives? And no, like he knows it could put everyone's lives at risk, but he wants to see it and he does it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I, uh, the next point I have for Goku is. Now, I want to preface this by saying I actually don't... I can laugh at the bad dad Goku jokes from, like, Dragon Ball Z Bridge <laughs> and stuff. I personally am not on board with saying that Goku canonically is a bad father, though. However, I will say that he... If we want to talk about Gohan's arc moving into the Cell saga, uh, where, where Gohan is placed against Cell to fight him in Goku's stead, mind you... I I like that arc. I like what Goku was trying to do. 
the point against Goku is the fact that he did not learn to understand his son before putting him in that situation uh which is that that to me is the point against him not that he's necessarily a bad father blah 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 for whatever other reasons but that he should have he should have tried to better understand his son before saying oh i love fighting my son must love fighting too i'm gonna make him the new hero or defender of earth so go out there and get him son yeah and i i guess part of that it, it makes sense though that he doesn't have that same connection with the son because when after frieza he spent how long making his way back to earth it, it was a couple of, was it a year or two right it was one year yeah and so and that was time he could have he could have just come back to earth he was offered a free ride back and he was just like, mm, nah. <laughs> and so, yeah. And he did that because he wanted to once again make himself stronger. And right. so, I think part of his disconnect with the son comes from him staying solely focused on himself. And at this point, I mean, Gohan's been around for a long time. It's not like he's new to being a father at this point and is, you know, screwing it up. It's like, no, like Gohan's like, what? 10 years old at around that time. Uh, he's, he's a little bit younger than that, but he's, he's close to like seven years old. Like I sort of get when Goku first has a kid and he's still a wild mountain man and needs to settle down. But I mean, at some point you figure that instinct to take care of your, your offspring would kick in and he would actually settle down and become a dad. But we never see that happen at any point during his life. The only bonding moments he has with his children are when he's fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that kind of is ties into my next point is uh or all of that kind of ties together into the point that he's selfish he's wildly selfish he he favors you know training over raising his son he <laughs> he doesn't uh, the regular chichi joke that i'm not necessarily a fan of but he doesn't provide for his family necessarily uh he doesn't you know get a job or make any money or whatever um he's just a very selfish kind of self-absorbed person and i think especially the dub especially the original funimation dub you don't really that doesn't come across as much uh but if you read the manga or see like the japanese version you kind of get that feeling much more from him um and that kind of that is most of my in-universe reasons. Did you want to add anything else to that point, Dayton? I just wanted to bring up the fact that I don't think uh, Vegeta is Dad of the Year material by any means, but we do actually get some scenes of Vegeta looking at his son and going, I want you to be something that I could be proud of. And even though he's kind of a Vegeta about it, um, he tries to raise his kid in a way that he thinks would make the Saiyan race proud. And so he wants his son to be somebody he's proud of. And he actually spends a little bit of time doing that. We see some of those scenes They're you know, they're rough because it's Vegeta, but you see that effort at least being put in. I don't, the only reason why I think Goku spent that time in the hyperbolic time chamber with Gohan was because he didn't think he himself would have been fully capable of maybe beating Cell or maybe beyond that. I think he only looked at Gohan and said, 
you're taking over after me, so I just want to make sure that you're ready if I'm ever not up to it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's almost certainly an element of that there, right? Like, you're the plan B. <laughs> like, that's the only reason why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's there could be arguments made for and against that, too, and we've talked about that a lot in our, our review of the cell arc, and you guys can mm-hmm. go listen to that if you want more of those details, but... On to my out-of-universe reasons for why Goku is my number one character who deserves Cole. This is probably the stuff I'm mostly going to 110% agree with you on, but let's, let's see it. So, number one is Super Goku. Oh, yeah, he was pretty awful, wasn't he? Just super stupid Goku? I Yes, I did not... I was okay with stupid Goku in Super when we first got Super because I was like, oh, more Dragon Ball. This is great. After Dayton and I have watched through most of Dragon Ball Z recently at this point, the comparison between the two is night and day. Like Goku in the Boo arc is, you know, he's a he's a master martial artist. He's an adult. He He's trying to raise the younger generation to be strong fighters and defenders of earth like himself super goku is such an idiot (laughs) yeah to the point where it's i mean the word might be overused but it's to the point where he's kind of cringe it makes you want to just like like shake your head i don't know i don't like the way they they wrote goku and super i don't like how dumb he became and it felt like a big step backwards because we got to see kind of his progression from slowly from fighter to towards mentor, right? Which is actually a really fun and interesting progression arc for him. And then super just completely undoes everything up to that point and goes in a different direction. Yes. 100%. I mean, he, him forgetting the sensu beans when they went to the future with future trunks, him saying that he's never kissed his wife after they've had multiple children. There are so many moments in Super where I just like facepalm when I watch Goku. (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, I have a lot of criticisms of Super, so I have to kind of like, oh, but it was Super, which is starting to become a trend with the way I talk about things, which is not a very good selling point for Super. But yeah, I mean, you're right. Just his character in Super was terrible. And then. I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly surprised you didn't bring up the fact that uh, sometimes it feel it feels like there's no room for other characters but Goku. That was actually my next point. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to get ahead of you. No, no, no. You you read my mind because my next point was going to be that exactly that in that, especially in Super, it has become the Goku and Vegeta show. Honestly, let's be real. Mostly Goku. And because of that, all of the other characters have kind of been left by the wayside. And it's it's less interesting. They're also, they're so afraid of getting away from Goku as the main character that they don't give room for any of the char- other characters to grow, to write good character arcs for the other characters. Uh, they are unwilling. He's such like an iconic mascot that they're unwilling to give the spotlight or transition to somebody new. It's it, that part to me is also super frustrating. I mean, you've got to have the face, right? You can't get rid of the face. So, I mean, it, 
I love the idea, though, of him transitioning to that martial arts master where he's focused more on the technique and the tech tactics of the situation rather than just being stronger than people, right? Like, I love the idea of make him team lead. He doesn't need to be the strongest, but you can still make him the main face. Yeah. Yeah, I very much agree. I, I like the idea of him being a teacher like Master Roshi. I think that's something that you kind of alluded to before, Dayton. Um, but they they won't let it happen. They just keep pushing him into the limelight. And I want to also be clear there is a part of me that absolutely loves Goku. There is just also a part of me that is wildly frustrated with the way that he he is handled and the way that he has like kind of a negative impact on the series past Z, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean it's it's frustrating, right? Because you spend so much time with this character and you you see the progression and then at some point you start rolling backwards. I mean, Goku's a great character. I love growing with him, but it feels like the growing has kind of ended and we're just doing Dragon Ball for the sake of Dragon Ball with Goku. And it's really hurting other people's growth. And so, yeah, I I definitely understand that he deserve he definitely deserves a lump of coal for that for I don't know, main characterism. I don't know how else to describe it, but I mean, it would be nice to see other characters kind of grow up and flourish and actually exist around him versus it just being him. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think those are most of my reasons. We've talked about Goku for a while. He's, I mean, he's an iconic character for a reason, but One I think thing those I do are want to of... point out though, is that I do like to, I actually kind of like that Goku is a flawed main character that he does do those risks. I actually think that's kind of a kind of in a way a good part of his character that he's not wholly good. It makes him more interesting. No, that's a good point. I think that we've talked about this a little bit before too. Now, I mean, I both of us put Frieza as our number 2. I love Frieza as a character. Absolutely. Uh, so, this is this is kind of the same sort of thing, right? Where Goku is Goku is a flawed character. I feel like too many people think like, oh, you know, Goku's the hero. He's the good guy. There's a lot of bad stuff going on in that mind of his that sometimes people tend to just overlook or sweep under the rug because he's our main character. Yeah, I think it's like, well, look at all the good he's done. It's like, yeah, but he's still done bad, though. Like he, the whole world didn't need to be at risk that many times. Yeah, I mean, the Tournament of Power wouldn't have even been a thing if not for Goku. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, the whole multiverse got put at risk because he wanted himself a good fight. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's complicated. He's complex. There's lots of reasons to love and to hate him. I... I want to see Dragon Ball grow and progress and change... And hilariously, we are getting Dragon Ball Daima next year, where they are just reverting Goku to a child so that he can continue to be our main character even further. Oh, I mean, the animation looks beautiful. Just entertain me and I'll, I'll be okay with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm not upset that we're getting Daima. I think it looks great. I'm very excited for it. But I'm still giving Goku some coal, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. He's earned some coal. He's earned some coal. He's definitely on the coal list. That's, yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. I think that man is, he's going to get some coal. <laughs> so I, that's all I have to say about Goku. I, I talked about it for a while, but 
I think that's that's going to be our our top three. Uh, do we want to kind of just go through our three one more time? Yeah. So my three were number three, Jiren, mostly for being boring. Be better, Jiren. Uh, my number two, Frieza, for being the evilest evil in all of Dragon Ball. I love you, Frieza. Don't ever change. And then my number one for being both annoying and also evil for the worst reasons was Emperor Pilaf. I love it. I love your choices. Uh, for my three characters, my number three was King Piccolo for being an evil asshole, torturing Definitely children, evil. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, number two, the same as Dayton, Frieza, because he is wonderful, evil asshole. Uh, very complicated, <laughs> excellently written character. Definitely deserves two pieces of coal. Uh, and my number one is Goku. Uh, the man is just putting people in danger for his own selfishness, and he has outlived his welcome as the main character or at the very least has made it such that other characters have been pushed to the side while also not keeping a consistent character throughout the story very frustrating of course a lot of that's on you know the writing for the character and stuff but it's still on goku so he's getting cold i mean yeah he, he could be better he could just not risk his entire planet for a death match i mean come on <laughs> tell that to trunks <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot yeah i yeah so there it is that's our each of our top three characters who we would give cole to on the holidays i hope you guys enjoyed it because this was definitely more of a off the cuff thing if you guys like it i don't let us know on twitter we, we have that uh, uh todd where can we find our twitter yeah that's gonna be at x.com slash ITDB podcast. That's for Instant Transmission Dragon Ball Podcast. Uh, we we post on there sometimes. And I just noticed that you had that written into your outro, so I'm going to go ahead and hand it back over to you and wish you the best <laughs> of luck because I'm out of here. That's why this is our instant reaction <laughs> improv format. Uh, but that is going to be it for this special holiday episode of Instant Transmission, where we discuss everything Dragon Ball. This has been your ho-ho host, Todd. And <laughs> Dayton. <laughs> be sure to join us in 2024 for our continued review of Dragon Ball Z Kai. And expect, expect if I could talk, plenty of coverage of new Dragon Ball content. If you like this short form content where we do a mess about in the Dragon Ball universe, you can show us your support over on Patreon at patreon.com slash ITDB podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're plugging that now. Heck yeah. Good job. Yeah. Promo. <laughs> and to all our fellow Dragon Ball fans, stay safe out there and remember to keep rocking the dragon.
Man, I thought about saying Yamcha, but that dude's been through enough. <laughs> <laughs>